Mr. Remington, the Traveler Bear. Chapter One: Drama of the Blackbirds. Everyone has a sense of adventure, though most wouldn't act upon it, and this is particularly true for bears alike. Us bears don't like to travel. Unlike birds, whose job is to fly around all day, we prefer rolling around in our familiar woods, knowing all the caves in the nearby mountains as if they're on the back of our paws. We also like to stay very close to one another. My brother and I, for example, do everything together. If you happen to see us in the woods, Mama Bear is probably taking a nap a few trees away. In conclusion. Bears are not fans of adventures. We are, however, enthusiasts for wild stories. Bears love stories. We are very curious about the world around us. Both my brother and I have named all the stars in the sky. He insists on calling the shiniest one Big Bear, because it must be the Big Old Bear ancestor watching over us. In turn, the stars around Big Bear are little bears, and those further in the sky are relative bears. Then, the ones who are on their own are lone bears, named after the lone wolf. Unlike my brother, I don't agree. Actually, we hardly agree on anything. I believe the brightest star is the bravest, so I named the warrior, and the stars around it are his friends and companions. Each having their own name, the tiny one with three stars around it is Macy and her baby star, and the slightly yellow one is Reed. I always think the ones hanging there on their own are outcasts and tricksters, and I never want to be like them. So often, I find myself gazing at them, trying to come up with stories behind their lonesomeness, their willingness to venture beyond the crowds. There's something deep inside me. Were they scared when stepping outside the familiar? Were they forced out? As for me, I have never thought about going beyond the woods, but I know that the wild stories my brother and I come up with could no longer satisfy me. I yearn for the truth, not just tales about things. Sometimes I feel like I know everything, but other times I feel like I know nothing at all. I know the answer I seek must be waiting for me somewhere, and I will not find it in the same woods that I have known since the beginning of my life. The woods are too small. I know every rabbit that likes to bubble, every butterfly that enjoys whistling, and every bumblebee too busy to talk. Even the birds' conversations have become boring. At first, they shared stories about the vast world they explored. Like chasing a metal box that floats on water for fish, enduring a seemingly never-ending winter trip, and the pain and itches of shedding feathers, but lately, their words revolve more around complaints, worries, and dramas. Over the past week, all I've heard is a story about three blackbirds, Lulu, Jack, and Addison. Lulu and Jack were once good friends, but now they are mad at each other. Addison and Lulu were also friends, but now they're upset with each other. Strangely, Addison and Jack, who were not friends before, are friends, which appears to be the root of their problem. 
I could never figure out why they can't just be friends together, and why making a new friend would lead to the end of an existing friendship. I could never figure out why they can't just be friends together, and why making a new friend would be the end of an existing friendship. But these three birds argue from day in to night out over worms, which branch to stand on and whose tree to spend the morning in, and everyone wants to know what happens to them next, even Mama and Auntie. Blackbirds are very dramatic creatures.